Welcome to the C3 Coffs Harbour podcast. Today's message is a recording from our online service. To join our online church community, visit c3ch.online.church and you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Enjoy the message. I'm so glad that our family days are growing out of that young stage. It's like, oh my goodness, young kids are crazy. But um, Adam and Janelle Bollinger are going to come and share uh, their story with us this morning. So why don't we welcome them as they come today. That would be awesome. And we'll get this stage set up for you guys. Welcome, come. Grab a seat. There should be a microphone here for you. You like these microphones, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, come and grab a seat over here, guys. Thanks, Jerry. Just over there would be great. And there's that one that should be on for you. I'll sit here. Yep. Beautiful. Thanks. Just like we rehearsed it. Can I just get that? Thank you. Thank you. Are your mics on? Yes. Yes. Nope. <laughs> there we go. Yep, we're on. <laughs> so thank you guys, firstly, for being available and willing to um, share your story with us this morning. I know you were particularly really psyched about it, Adam. You were like jumping out of your <laughs> yeah. skin because you were like, public speaking is my jam. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. So I promise, even though you might be a tad nervous, I will be gentle and uh, it won't be too, too harsh. And, Thank you. Um, I know Janelle's had previous public speaking experience, so you should yeah, be fine. I should be, but I'm, I'm expect- more nervous than him at the moment. Well, truth be told, I've got pretty high expectations on you, to be honest. <laughs> Do not disappoint. Um, so you guys have got a beautiful young family, three kiddies. Why don't you tell us about your family, your kids? They're out in kids' church at the moment. That one would is. Be nice. Oh, they're not. <laughs> they're somewhere around the place. Yeah. Hopefully, not in the car park. <laughs> so, three kids. Amelia. Yes, we have Amelia. Yep. She gets Millie. Millie. She's four and a half, um, going on fifteen. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have Harrison, but he gets Harry, and he's just turned three. He is a total fireball <laughs> of nice. energy. And then we have Oliver, who just turned one this week. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. Little Oliver, so mm. cute. He's a <laughs> big fan of mine. Yeah, um, he loves Justin. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame him though? Can honestly, <laughs> I yeah. Um, so he's going to go places, that kid. Uh, so tell us, what do you do, Adam, for work? Um, so I'm a paramedic. I was yep. a nurse for a while before that, and then I've been a paramedic for the last twelve years or so. Yep. Mostly in Sydney, and then we moved up about two years ago. Okay. Up to Coffs. Awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. And. Your full-time mum at the moment? I am full-time yep. mummy. I used to do um, leadership and personal development training with kids, um, so worked all across Australia when we could travel pre-COVID. Um, <laughs> and the then, um, yeah, and then yeah, became a, a full-time mummy, and I've been doing that the last five years. So good. Thanks, Dal. It's <laughs> 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 been out working hard. Right. <laughs> You're back to work this year. Oh, yeah, debatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's never left work. Full, full-time okay. mums, that's work, right? That's, that is... My hat's it's, off. It's a full-on yeah. job. Absolutely. Absolutely. She works harder than me. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we dive into some of the meaty stuff, tell us a fun fact or interesting thing about you guys that maybe we wouldn't know. You go first. Um, well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I peaked pretty early. I had... On my 
birthday, I was on the front page of the Manly Daily for being the first baby born at Manly Hospital. Oh, there you so, go. On Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a child star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's where it's like <laughs> You're like our version of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah. Awesome. And that was it. That was it. That was <laughs> picked pretty soon then. And yeah. then, yeah. there you go. <laughs> 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. <laughs> and, generally, what are you? Um, Can you top that? No. 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 Oh, I have, no. No, I can't top that, being in the paper on Mother's Day. <laughs> um, I, I get labelled a bit of a girly girl. I am. Um, but I, most people don't realise I, I do have quite an adventurous side. Okay. So, I, I've been skydiving before. Loved, loved that. Never, I would never do that. Never. I went skydiving. No. It was awesome. Uh, Whitewater rafted off the biggest raftable waterfall in the world. Biggest commercially raftable waterfall. It wasn't Niagara, but (laughs) yeah, so that was a bit of fun. Um, Adam and I love to go motorbike riding. He won't let me get my own license, but uh, (laughs) I just ride on the back. So I got all my own motorbike gear. Love it. There you go. So yeah, there's a bit of an adventurous thrill seeker. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. And you've chosen to live the Christian faith, which is another adventure. Totally. It's like that segue, that was pretty good, wasn't it? It was um, <laughs> so, so tell us about that. How did, how did you guys come to faith in God? What's that story look like for you guys? Do you want to go? <laughs> You're so well, nervous. You go. I can go. Yeah, you go. Um, well, yeah, well, I think pretty similar, but we're both brought up in Christian homes. But, um, so I grew up in Sydney, and my parents were sort of pretty big into the Baptist church, so they were... Dad was a big Sunday school leader and kids' church and all that sort of stuff back then, and Mum was in the girls' brigade, so we had a pretty good, solid, foundational Christian upbringing. Um, and so it was kind of always there, and I think it was... I didn't really feel like I challenged it a lot, but it sort of felt like it was just natural to, I think in my teenage years, to sort of keep going to church rather than just being told to go. I sort of chose to go, I guess. And um, Yeah, I felt like I had a faith pretty young, and I felt like it sort of made a lot of sense, but... I don't think it was really probably challenged until later in life and I sort of, yeah, I think when um, Dad got sick, um, about 10 years ago, he got cancer and um, so the cancer was sort of cured but I left him with like a motor neuron sort of type disease and mum looks after him full time and it wasn't until um, that happened that it really challenged what I believed and I think just always up until then just thinking you know if you're a Christian then nothing bad happens basically which wasn't right but I think yeah just going through that and sort of just never I guess I guess having a faith challenge but not losing faith but it was certainly the first time in a long struggle I guess just to to journey it through with God and with other Christians and I think yeah, up until then I had this unrealistic sort of view of God that if you're a Christian that nothing bad happens and um, yeah, so that was a big a big part of and a long sort of battle and for the for our family and just thinking, you know, Dad was a, a great Christian leader in the church and how could this happen? But then yeah, I think just yeah, praying a lot and realising that just if you're a Christian doesn't mean that, you know, you're immune from anything bad happening. And I think mm. up until that point I hadn't really had anything that had challenged me in that way but it was good like I think I mean yeah dad being six not good but it was good for my faith in that it's what I made a lot more real and made me realize that it's you know a lot more about 
being real with God in a relationship rather than, I think, just praying and everything being 100% good all the time sort of thing. So, was, yeah. there, was there ever um, like a, a penny drop moment where you were able to um, have peace with that and, and, and reconcile if God is good, why would something like this happen to my dad and how does that... Was there ever a moment where you're just like, okay, now I, I can be at peace with all this? Yeah, I think, I think it was just after, just after a long, like a lot of praying. I think it just, I think I just came to peace with, yeah, I think it just hit me. Or was just a realisation that it's just, yeah, I, I guess the God, the God sort of, I think one of my mates was praying with me and he was sort of saying that God's, you know, with him. And I, sort of, I never really thought, I sort of thought it was, I just thought that God was up there and, you know, looking down and not really... I know that he could he could probably heal that if he wanted to, but until someone sort of met, said to me that you know he's he wants your dad, you know he's on his side and your side as well, and that he's in there with you in the battle, and he he hurts, he hurts as well. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. That's Sorry. not easy. Yeah. Um, generally, what about you? What's your faith story My like? Faith story. So. Um, born and bred also in a Christian family, um, which is such a privilege, really. Um, I grew up in um, Bendigo and Victoria, so not, not from New South Wales, and we went to a um, apostolic Pentecostal church. Adam thinks that all my Christian days were flag flying. Um, <laughs> there, there were no flags, so <laughs> it just tells me that. <laughs> Coming from his Baptist background and my Pentecostal background, um, we do love a good flag, though, oh, don't we? Yeah. We just we love a good and flag. And I love it. Ollie, Ollie gets his hands up and adds his like, yep, you got that from you, didn't he? <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so um, Christian upbringing, loved it. Church twice on Sundays, morning, night. have no idea how my family did it now that we have our own family <laughs> getting there twice on Sundays. Um, super committed. My family have been a, a great example um, for me, as was Adam's parents. Um, but it wasn't, a, um, and, and probably quite a typical story of um, teenage years. Sort of start to rebel, sort of start to think for yourself, and um, I had a, a, a relationship that was really impactful, but it really hurt me. Um, that broke down, and so I started to question things then. And then I had... Um, my cousin actually committed suicide. And then, so for me, it was um, just a really interesting time of being young and just like, God, where are you in all of this? Like, why, why has this happened? And um, I ended up getting invited to go to a youth conference in Geelong, and um, it was called Top Gun. Love it. <laughs> youth conferences have the best early names, early 2000s. Don't they? Yeah. Youth conferences have the best names. So Top Gun. And um, I just remember, um, like, it was just so impactful. There was, there was great preaching, but they did, like, these little workshops that you could go to. And I went to one on the Holy Spirit, and I just remember just feeling the presence of God and just, um, just that recognition that, yep, bad stuff happens, but I just need you. Mm. And totally just committing my life to him, and that really set me on a course of, like, I just... 
I came home, came home like so gung-ho, like, come on, like, <laughs> you want to preach to all the people on the streets type thing, like, do you want to get slain in the spirit? Boom. Like <laughs> um, so I've come a long way. I've learned a lot. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that's been my, my journey. And then, um, then Adam and I met, uh, which I'll share a little bit more about later, but um, I, we, I moved to Sydney and joined C3 at Oxford Falls, which was awesome, but Adam was going to a Baptist church, and as we were dating, I was like, oh, this is getting kind of serious. Um, uh, if we have kids one day, mummy can't be going to the Pentecostal church, daddy can't be going to the Baptist church. <laughs> so what do we do here? And so I decided to go to the Baptist church and loved it, absolutely loved it. It was incredible. Um, beautiful community of people. And yeah, we're committed to being there. And then it's just so funny how God works full circle. We've moved from Sydney to Coffs. And here we are in a C3 church, and I'm like, God, you're so good. I love it. <laughs> you gave me the desires of my heart just a little later, and, and here and he now, is. <laughs> now that we've got you, we'll bring the flags back out. Yes, that's We hid great. them away so that Adam would be comfortable yes, here. Yes, I, I knew that yeah. would be the case. <laughs> they hiding under the chairs. <laughs> um, so... Can you, can you tell me, like, you've touched on, obviously, there's a tragedy in both of your sides of the family that you've had to process in life, but, um, and it might be, might be these instances or it could be other instances. Can you describe a time where you've definitely, like, felt the kindness of God, like that real father heart kindness of God? Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, think, I think for us, well, for me, it's, it's always looking back, you sort of, I, I don't feel like we've had... As a, as a couple at least, but I don't think we've had a lot of dark periods to sort of push through. And I mean, that being sick was a, has been a big thing, but for us journeying um, in our marriage and with kids and stuff, I think we sort of, we were in Sydney for up until two years ago and we just felt like we were just busy and yeah, not really where we wanted to be. And so I think we didn't really know where we wanted to end up and we hadn't got a plan and we didn't have any real, or didn't feel any direction. We sort of felt like we had we're sort of comfortable, I guess, in it, but getting a bit, I guess, impatient and restless towards the end before we moved. But I think up until that point, we'd always look back and seen how God had provided and we sort of felt like he was, you know, he had, it, had us in his hand and he was always going to look after us, but we just weren't sure what we were doing next. So I think fast forward two years up until till now, like I think, you know, we came to Coffs, we hadn't really we'd passed through when you hadn't, you'd been here Never, Never been, been to coughs. <laughs> so we sort of just thought we'd move up and give it a, a try and a total step of faith. And we felt like that was, we'd applied for different jobs and had got some and hadn't got others. And we just didn't really know where we should move to, but we, we wanted to leave Sydney. But yeah, just looking back on the last two years, I think, you know, finding church and work and friends and the, we've got no family, the closest families in Sydney and then Janelise's family's all in Bendigo still. So I think we're, you know, moving completely in the, the wrong direction sort of geographically, but just feel like we've yeah couldn't be happier and had yeah. a, we found a great home and just we couldn't have asked for more in terms of where we ended up and I think you know we'd only been here a few months and we had an ollie and then the next few days people from church were coming on the doorstep with meals for us and really caring for us and hadn't met half people that turned up but it was just such a blessing <laughs> to you know feel cared for and thought of and yeah, yeah nice. definitely felt God's hand in it all yeah. Yeah. God's hand's definitely on your home because when I to see you guys this week and it's like stepping into the Garden of Eden like you just look out from the house you just like, 
I was like, you're going to get disappointed when you get to heaven one day because you've been living in it all this time. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So that's really cool. Um, I'm sure you probably would attest to all of that, but is there something yeah. else that you would yeah. to kindness oh, of God? Countless stories, to be honest. When um, we were prepping for this, it was like, which one do we share? Um, but what a soppy story for you all, um, but really showed the kindness of God and I may need the tissues. <laughs> but... Um, Actually, meeting Adam has been the most amazing blessing. So I was living in um, Melbourne. I'd been living there for six years. Um, Had not been in a relationship for a really long time. Wasn't looking for a relationship. And um, I got nominated to go over to the Pacific Island of New Way, um, if anyone's heard of it. It's uh, a one-way flight from New Zealand. It's about a couple of hours away from there and there's 1,200 people that live on this island and I was invited to go and help these people um, restore a community hall that had been badly battered by a cyclone. And um, yeah, the whole purpose was it's like a pay it forward to a let's do something great for this community, um, let's help them out. And it turned out that Adam got also was also invited to go to this um, same pay it forward tour and, and do the same thing. So Adam came from Sydney, I'd come from um, Melbourne. And in the lead up to going on this tour, um, it was essentially a missions trip, um, I really felt the Lord put on my heart to apply for a job in Sydney. Um, it was for a not-for-profit organisation doing leadership and personal development training with kids. Something completely separate to what I'd been doing in the pharmaceutical industry in Melbourne. And um, I really felt the Lord put on my heart, apply for it. And so the day before I went on this tour, I put my resume in and applied for this job. Then went over to New Way and felt absolutely head over heels for Adam. (laughs) And I was like, oh my goodness, oh dear, this isn't good. (laughs) I live in Melbourne, he lives in Sydney, how is this gonna work? You haven't been in a relationship for a long time. No, 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 no. And, in the end, love one, and <laughs> and I was like so keen on this guy. I'm like, I gotta tell him, but I don't want to tell him, and I'm gonna get hurt, and you know all those things. And God's just so kind. We ended up dating, um, which was really cool. And the job that I'd applied for in Sydney, I ended up getting. So when I moved to Sydney, I already had a boyfriend waiting for me, <laughs> which was cool. But I just love like God's detail, like his goodness, like, Mm. um, so I grew up in a country area and my whole life I'd said, one day I want to marry a guy who's got a black Holden Ute. (laughs) 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 This is hilarious. When Adam came to pick me up for the first date, we'd been travelling overseas, so I didn't know what kind of car he drove, and he came and picked me up in a black Holden Ute. There you go, mate. I was like... Yeehaw. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Is this the one? Does it have the big, the big Longhorn sticker on the back windshield? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> but just these little confirmations, like uh, just things like that, like getting the job, having Adam there. And, yeah, and just... Yeah, Adam's just been amazing. Like, I can't speak more highly of him as my husband. I'm so grateful that he chose me. And, um, yeah, so the goodness of God. And I could go on and on and on with heaps of little individual stories. But, um, yeah. It's actually funny you mentioned that because Anna always had a desire as a young girl to meet a guy with a a rust-ridden red Toyota Camry (laughs) station wagon. (laughs) And... um, (laughs) 
Her dreams came true too. <laughs> so. They broke down. <laughs> but my love for you will never break down. Um, so we'll bring this to close in a minute, but I just wanted to talk, like, these stories have been amazing. And, and I know a lot of this stuff, like our relationship with God, um, it, it starts in the, in the, the quiet place, in that, the, the day-to-day um, drudgery of, of life as it can be sometimes. So what are some things practically that you guys do um, that you find helpful to stay connected to God um, just in the everyday? Yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll be brief, though. Um, yeah, well, it's pretty... Like, the day-to-day is pretty full-on with three kids under five. So mm. we try and... well. Yeah, I don't know how generally does it with your devotions, but I used to do devotions quite frequently, but with the kids, this is a complete cop-out, but, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of time left in the day between them all and work and everything else. But um, So we, we pray with the kids every night, and I, th- and, and I pray when I'm driving and, you know, other things, and you get time with God when you can, but it's kind of survive the day and get the kids alive and get them to bed and <laughs> <laughs> try it, try it, do it again the next day. Yeah. Um, but no, we, yes, we pray with them every night and they've started praying, which has been really cool. So Harry prays and Mill prays and it's been a really fun part of the day. We look forward to yeah. just praying together and talking to God together. And, and they're such sacred moments, aren't they? Yeah. Like, it can be seen as just, oh, we'll tick a box and we just do the token prayer thing. But mm. I know we do the same thing with our kids and they are sacred moments. Mm. Really so I think that's, it's never to be something that we, you know, jeopardise or, or tread lightly around because they're yeah. beautiful moments mm. yeah. with our kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and for me, um, I, I do try and do a devotional. Um, there's um, this beautiful one about pe- just experiencing the Lord's peace and being in his presence. And so I, I try and do that um, daily. But if I can't do that, I just love um, just turning on some worship in the background and just get, getting lost in that moment of just praising God and it can be absolute chaos in the house going crazy but you just kind of turn that music on and start to feel that presence and you just sort of feel like you're transformed like it's that renewal of your mind it's that uplifting experience and yeah it just takes you back to this is what it's all about so yeah that's what I would try and do practically to be in his presence yeah if the music's loud enough and it drowns out all the screaming from the kids. <laughs> yes, crank it up. <laughs> there's wisdom in that, absolutely. Um, and last question. Um, if there's anyone here listening this morning or if people listen back online um, who might be struggling with faith or questioning faith or exploring faith, um, what would be one thing you would say just to encourage us this morning um, about your journey with God and your relationship with him that might be helpful to somebody else? Um, I think for me, like, it's, it's easy to sort of see everyone around you and how they, everyone sort of does, seems to be doing so well and um, it's easy to compare yourself and sort of think, well, what am I doing wrong or why am I the one struggling or I think it's easy to, to get maybe bogged down and think that, yeah, you're the only person that hasn't got it all together and I think yeah I've just learned that it's between between you and God and how it looks doesn't really matter if it looks different from someone else and if you haven't got flags or whatever then (laughs) it's it's just simply between you and God and that relationship and how yeah how that journeys out together and it doesn't um yeah it doesn't have to look a certain way or haven't got to have it all together all the time sort of thing but I think yeah knowing I think 
you know, that most people struggle with, with things at some point in their life or frequently or whatever, I think that helps to, to know that you're not doing it alone. I think having people, if you can get people around you that, you know, know that you're struggling or can journey with you and share that with you, then sharing with God's one thing, but having people alongside you that you can, um, yeah, just not, to make sure you're not doing it alone is another thing as well. But, yeah, um, yeah I think just realising that it's a relationship with God and it, it is just communicating and sharing with him and it's not, yeah, just like you said before, like not about asking for stuff and expecting him just to hang up the phone and be done with it. I think um, it's a day in, day out, um, as long as you're real with God and just being honest and yeah. sharing your life, that's all, it, that's, you know, that's what faith is. So. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And this week we had, um, we've, we've got a mutual friend actually, he knows you as well, but um, he he's really struggling, and um, he's he reached out to us, and um, and his mum did as well, and said, "Can you please pray for him? Like he's really struggling." And we had a chat with him, and he's, I guess, if you're struggling, to think about is your struggle with God, or is your struggle with man? and man's influence of what God has done, if, if that makes sense. So for my friend, he's really struggling, and he's not, his struggle is actually not with man. His struggle is with have being let down by people that are Christians. And I think for me, coming back to just the reminder of who are we serving? Are we serving God or are we serving man? Because man will always let you down. <laughs> It's just our nature. It's what, who we are. But God will never let us down. And I think just just having that mindset, um, and I really encouraged our friend. I said, you know, God will not let you down in this situation. Um, I know you've been let down by people around you, but God won't. And just to hold on to that um, and just think, yeah, if, if you're struggling, just hold on to his promises. Read his word. Like, you know, draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. And um, we've certainly found that ourselves, you know, when, when we've struggled and we all struggle, that if we just can take that time to just draw near to him, he promises that he will draw near back to us. And so for anyone, um, I'd totally encourage you to do that. Yeah. That's so good. Powerful. <laughs> Simple and powerful. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one last thing. Can I ask a huge favour? This was not anything we prepped for. Do you reckon you guys could just, um, either one of you would be fine, just pray for us as we close this morning? Because I think your story has been so um, powerful and profound and helpful on a real practical level for so many of us that I think um, it would be hard for anyone to walk home today and go, mm, yeah, it wasn't really for me. I think there's something that both of you have said that we all can take something away from and really help us in our life, whether it's just to draw near to God and, and put our trust more in Him than man, or, or whether it's to um, stop comparing ourselves to other people and know that God just loves us for us as He created us. Um, I think what you guys have shared has been amazing. So if you guys could pray for us as we close, that would be just super duper. <laughs> I need some flags. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you so much for this beautiful place. Father, I thank you for this community of people that have just um, wrapped us in so much love, that have em embraced us, um, included us, and um, Father, we are just so grateful. Father, I pray for every single person in this building right now, Father, 
you know their heart, you know where they're at. And Lord, I just thank you that we are a community of people that care for each other and are interested in what people have to offer and what people are going through. And so, Father, I just pray that you will help um, each of us to reach out. I love what Pastor Justin said earlier about not being in isolation, Lord, but that you would um, position us um, with people that can um, be with us, encourage us, and spur us on in the faith, Father. And so, Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity. Pray that my son would stop crying because I can hear him in the prayer room right now. <laughs> but, Lord, we just thank you for, um, yeah, this day. We thank you for this church, and we just pray your blessing upon it. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much. Can we thank these guys? So good. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information about our online services, visit c3ch.online.church and come say hi on Facebook and Instagram.